0: Let's pray. Father, thank you for this joyful day. Thank you that it's brighter in here than it is outside. And the light of your love shines brightest most of all. Would you speak to us, I pray, through anything good that I say. And may it speak to our hearts as loudly as Beth's cries do. In Jesus' name, Amen. Good. So... It's an exciting day. A new person's been adopted into God's family. It's the day after Northampton won. i I'm excited. I decided this morning uh, that it's a long time since I've done a football illustration in a sermon. And so those of you who've listened to me preach a lot, you'll probably sigh and put your head in your hands. And those of you that have never listened to me before, you never have to again. So it's okay. Yesterday... It was the 125th anniversary of the founding of Northampton Town Football Club. They're even older than me. And everybody here. That is saying something. Thank you, Michael. And uh, there was a moment yesterday when they scored the third goal when I nearly invaded the pitch. I have to be honest. I'm, I, I'm the club chaplain and I pray for players before the game. I do all this kind of stuff i'm around the club. I write a column in the Match Day program and all kinds of other things and most of it never seems to get them promoted. But I do my bit anyway and uh i lost uh I lost myself for a moment. you know you know everyone who knows me knows i'm I'm full of decorum and and you know calm and and decency. My wife is frowning at the back and uh I sort of down the side of the pitch towards the dugout where our uh, manager and coaching staff and substitutes were sitting. I went pelting down because um, it was cold. That's my excuse. And I, I kind of was celebrating oh, The guys it's very exciting, very exciting. And the manager, who I know quite well, caught my eye and went like this to me. Now, six-year-old me, if that had happened to six-year-old me, I would have been excited for about three weeks. Just having a moment with the manager of my football club, so exciting, because a football club, if it's doing well, and it's doing what it's meant to do well, it's like a family, it's like a community, it's not just whether they win or lose on a Saturday or a Tuesday, or like the Saints, who seem to quite regularly lose, Grant with his mask on, I can see you in the back there, and the Tigers don't lose quite so often, do they, James? I can see, you know. It's that kind of thing, see? But when they're going well, everybody feels together. If If the sporting team that you support is going well, you feel part of it. You want to be involved. You want to go to the games or watch them on TV or know the results as soon as they come out. You want to buy the merchandise. You want to go early and have a drink in the bar with somebody before the game. You want to be there, be part of it. You don't want to miss out. Sometimes it's easier to get excited about being part of a family like that or any other kind of family that we might be part of like an amateur dramatics group or a gardening group or I don't know, I can't think of any others but you know, the, yeah, I'm getting a particular thing it can be more exciting to be part of a group like that than church because blimey, can't church be boring sometimes? Honestly the services, they just drag on and on and on. The sermons, especially when I'm preaching, drag on and on and on. Thank you, Sheila. And I did. And if you've not thought about it recently, as it drags on and on and on, your joy seems to decrease exponentially, little by little, like this. And so you wake up every Sunday morning and you think, oh, church, again with this, again with this. Whereas on Saturday or Thursday night or any other day that you do the hobby, or other activity that you really enjoy, that you feel part of. You think, oh yes, I'm going. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get stuck in. I'm going to get involved. I can't wait. But church seems to be a different kind of thing for a lot of people. The pandemic's been hard, hasn't it? In a lot of ways. But one of the ways that it's been really, really amazingly good is that you can do church in your pyjamas. If you play it properly. Church in your pyjamas is a thing. And I know, because you've told me, Emmanuel people, that a lot of you have found it quite tough to get motivated to come back into this wonderful building at 10.30 on a Sunday morning. I can't think why. I mean, you would have to listen to me. I can understand it. But it's been hard to get back into normal life. The thing is, what we've heard about this morning It's not being adopted just into a church. Beth has been adopted into the family of God. It's his family. He decided before the foundation of the world that we would be his if we trusted in him. He is much, much, much more dedicated to us than we ever, ever, ever will be to Him. We can try really hard. We can sing the songs as loudly as we possibly can with as much gusto or feeling as we possibly can. We can pray earnestly which doesn't always mean long. We can have communion in the perfect form, which mostly just pleases us, not God. But that doesn't make us more dedicated to him than he is to us. He showed his dedication to us in the life and the death And the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And at the right time, every single thing, every single thing will come under the authority of Jesus. That's what Paul says in our reading from this morning. He was tempted in every way, even the ways that you and I have been tempted. Especially the ways that you and I have been tempted and failed. And yet, he was without sin, as the old translations say. He didn't make a mess of his life. He was faithful to God and what God asked of him. So that when I am not faithful to God and what he asks of me, there is forgiveness. For me. And goodness me, I need it. There will come a time when Beth does something which is not faithful to what God asks of her. It happens eventually, doesn't it, Richard? Everyone in the room, there's been a time when we've done or thought or said something that has not been faithful to what God asks of us. I know this without knowing the innermost secrets of your hearts. You'll be glad to know God hasn't given me that kind of x-ray vision that you all wish that you had and nobody else did. He is more loving, more kind, more generous, more merciful and more faithful than any of us could even begin to imagine. It is his choice that we're part of his family. We think it's all about us. All this worship and prayer and communion and dedication and all that. They're important. But they're not as important as God's faithfulness and dedication to us. And the one thing that I know is that throughout the whole of her life, God will remain dedicated to Beth and beyond this life into eternity. I know that to be true. Doesn't mean life will be perfect, doesn't mean life will always be easy, pain free, sickness free, or anything else necessarily, but I know that God will be faithful and He will walk with her through every step of every moment, of every day. Sometimes when things go wrong, whether it's for us individually, for people in our families or in the wider world like we're seeing, the abomination in the Ukraine and Eastern Europe at the moment, utter evil on a grand scale, we think it proves that God is crap we think it proves that God doesn't love people anymore or that he never existed in the first place. That is not the case. God walks with people through the good, the bad, the joys and the sorrows, through the good choices that we make, and there are more of those than we let ourselves believe, and through the bad choices that we make, which are often quite a lot, but we wish we could get away with them, don't we? God just won't be faithful to Beth through every moment of her life. He'll be faithful to you. He's been watching over you since before you were even a thought of your parents. He watches over you today, and he'll watch over you forever. It's worth being dedicated to him and being thankful for his dedication to you, just as Rachel and Richard, I know, are so thankful today. If you've never decided to do that before, don't waste another moment. Amen.